In this episode of the Exploring for Security podcast, why social skills are important, part two. Welcome to the Exploring for Security podcast, where you will learn, explore, and grow your security mindset. I am your host, Timothy D. Block, and in this episode, we will be continuing to explore why social skills are important with our guest, Johnny Christmas. This is part two. Security's job, like I was saying, is literally to tell everyone no. Um, mm-hmm. Like if we had our druthers, like nobody would have internet access. <laughs> you know, we'd all we'd all live in plastic bubbles. Every, <laughs> every human being would be air gapped from their their keyboard. Like that was that be life. Um, like we, you have to be able to meet people halfway where appropriate. Um, mm-hmm. But also, we have to be able to tell them no when we have to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but make them respect why we're saying no by having them not only understand our stance on the matter, but also care about it. And that's like, that's why making them like you comes into play because they have to care to make them care about my stance on security topic X. You have to make it's you make them care about me when they care about me, they're going to care about my opinion on things. And they're going to, they half of them agreeing with it. It's just because they don't want to have to tell me no. Right. You know, uh, and so there's like to go back to what we were just saying, there's this old sales mantra of you're not selling the product, you're selling yourself. Uh, and, and the idea behind that is you're you're making the customer like you. And in this case, the customer is the business, the database team, whoever. Um, and, and because they like you, they're going to respect your opinion on why you think they should buy the product and the product you're selling may be stop clicking shit, you know, (laughs) Uh, you know, philosophy, not necessarily a a thing that they can hold. Um, and so, yeah, when they, again, because they like you, they're going to respect your opinion on why they, on why you think they should go along with your opinion. And that that's, that's, that's what we're doing here. We're making friends and you listen to your friends. And so it's just about making friends with everyone. And once you're friends with everyone, you're going to be able to change security culture really easy, especially because it's, it's, it's an ocean, uh, a company is an ocean and you start changing uh, opinions, molecule by molecule by molecule, you know, water molecule by water molecule. The next thing you know, you've got a huge tidal wave. And when that tidal wave comes across the rest of the ocean, it just sucks it up along with it. Nobody has any choice. Once you've got enough people who go along with your opinion that you started planting everywhere, now you have a culture. You have a cultural shift. And yeah, it starts person by person, but that wave builds really quick. So so how can someone improve their social skills? Uh, like any other skill, uh, practice <laughs> all the time. Right. Um, like seriously, like just, just like you practice your golf swing, uh, just like you practice your guitar scales. Um, you do the same thing over and over, but you if it doesn't work, you look at why it didn't work. You slow it down. You try it again. You you literally have to do that with your socializing. You have to you have to go outside into social situations and practice. You go go to social places. Go to bars. Go to cafes. Go to bookstores. Go to cons. Go to cons. Go to cons. Go to meetups. Go to cons. <laughs> um, start start conversations. Um, so that's that that's still hard for me too. So what are oh, uh, yeah. So there you go. That's you found the thing you need to push yourself to go do, but go on. 
I know there's more well, questions. No, it was just going to be like, what is your, I guess, what do you do to start a conversation with someone? I mean, there's obviously ask a question, but I mean, uh, you, uh, you, you put together what, and this is one of many ways you put together what I call can openers, which are, uh, canned openers, which are what, uh, people would call pickup lines, but outside of a, a potentially romantic situation, it's just a mm-hmm. way of starting a conversation. Um, one of my favorite things, uh, uh, is, uh, find the person you want to start a conversation with and figure out based on looking at them, um, a thing that they have on them that they really care about. Um, like with guys, I re- I noticed their shoes. Like if you see a guy who has really nice shoes on, you know, that guy cares about his shoes. And so you can go up and even if you don't know anything about shoes, you just go and go, dude, those are, where'd you get those shoes? Those are awesome. And instantly he's going to perk up. And like, I find this, especially in guys, like this is a huge ego boost with men. You, when you find the thing that they have on them that they're really, really proud of, you go, dude, what's up with those shoes? Those are amazing. They're going to perk up and be like, oh, man, I got these at Aldo. They're this and that. And they're going to list a bunch of words you don't understand. And you go, oh, man, cool. But those were expensive. And then they're going to go, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then like now, as soon as they're talking to you, the the game is on. You have a conversation. You're going, Then it's up to you to just keep it going. And then, so like, then you go, so what, what brings you here? Then you just get into the the generic small talk that applies to everybody. The idea is to make them interested in talking to you in the first place. And so there's a, uh, there's a rule, uh, for that. If I can remember it off the top of my head, it goes something like, uh, when, when a stranger approaches you, there's three questions immediately that their defensive mechanism in their brain needs answered before it will drop and let you in. And it's, uh, who is this guy? What does this guy want? And how long before this guy leaves me alone? Uh, and so um, if you can answer those three within the first like sentence, um, you're immediately through the gate. And it's really cool. So you do something like, uh, hey, man, I don't mean to bug you. My name's Johnny. Um, I wanted to ask you a real quick question. And then I got to go get to this talk. But where did you get those shoes? And like, so now you've answered the three questions. I am Johnny. Uh, I'll be here for 10 seconds because I got to get to a talk. And I got to, and I just got to ask you one quick question. So like, that's the, in out of order, it's the, who am right. I, what I want, how long before I'm gone? And then he asks the question, where'd you get those shoes? And he's going to go, Oh dude, I got them from here. And you go, those are awesome. And then you go back and forth in the shoes a little bit. And then you go, so what brings you here? Next thing you know, you're in a 10 minute conversation. You started with a stranger that started with, I got to ask one question and then leave. And then of course it doesn't happen. Um, so there's a dirty trick for you to uh, defeat people's mental defensive mechanisms against strangers. What does he want? How long before he's gone? (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, you can do that anywhere. Um, And then like, while you're doing that, watch, watch how people react to what you're saying. Um, If you pissed someone off, even like a friend or whoever, when you piss someone off, take note, go back and review later, like try and figure out where you screwed up. Like what exactly pissed him off? Maybe you didn't do anything wrong. Um, maybe they were just already in a bad mood and you failed to perceive it and didn't give them enough space. And just you still talking to them when they didn't want to talk to anybody pissed them off. Um, you can always do better. So anytime where a situation ends with someone mad at you or they get mad at you or just upset with you at any point during conversation, take a note, figure out what you did wrong. And that's from, uh, uh I believe that's from how to make friends and in, how to win friends and influence people mm-hmm. like if at any point a person is upset while you're talking to them, it's your fault. 
figure out what you could have done to make that not happen. Even if it's not anything you did actively, it could have something you did passively. Maybe you didn't do something you should have. Um, and so that's my big thing with practicing. Just like when you're practicing your guitar scales, like if you keep just flooding, you know, screaming through them and screwing them up, all you're going to know how to do is screw, screw up guitar scales really fast. Um, so you don't want to, you don't want to learn how to screw up social situations really fast. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to learn how to come at them accurately the same way every time and, and manage them effectively and efficiently. Uh, and so that's what I mean by practicing, not just go talk to people a lot, but identify what's going on, uh, go back and review it and then do better next time. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think learning from your mistakes, which we all do, you know, in our day to day jobs for other things. Oh, you would think so. Yeah, is something no. that you you should do with your <laughs> yeah we should do with your social because it's like oh wait that didn't that interaction didn't go very well what did I do wrong? Yeah, no, everyone's got that one guy at work who like just is like just constantly does screws the same things up to the point where like you call that screw up by his name like whatever that screw up may be like there's a lot of people that don't learn from their mistakes right so make sure you're not one of them. Um, how much are you paying attention to your body language, like your own body language? Obviously we want to pay attention to other people's, but like, your Oh own. yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, uh, critical. Um, what, because there, we perceive body language, uh, subconsciously. Uh, and so even if someone who you're talking to isn't trained in, uh, perceiving consciously perceiving body language, they're still perceiving it and it's affecting them. Things like crossing your arms or having your hands in your pockets or not making eye contact, things like that, um, turn people off during a conversation, make you think you don't give a crap. Um, the, the old, the closed arm, like it, it, it gives us perception, uh, the folded arms makes people think you're unwelcoming. Your arms are folded and crossed against them. It's a, it's a subconscious thing. So that's, um, really critical and, and, and you can use that to your advantage. Maybe you, you want to be closed off to someone who is annoying you. And so you would, you would, you could fold your arms and stick your hands in your pockets and face, uh, slightly away from them and keep looking at other things to like, give them passive hints about like, uh, I'm not really into what's going on here. And then hopefully they'll, they'll take off. Um, or if you want someone to feel like you're more welcoming to them because you like having them around, you want them to be around more or keep talking to you, but you have this habit of just folding your arms when you stand. That's a habit you have to know that you have, uh, consciously keep an eye on yourself. And if you're doing it, make yourself stop doing it. Um, there's a lot of bad body language habits we have, uh, looking at our phone every time we get a text, like that's a horrible mm-hmm. habit. Yep. We all have, you got to get out of that habit. If you feel your phone buzz, let it buzz. Like if it was really important, they'd call you, you know, just give it a minute. You're in the middle of the conversation. Um, I try to make a habit of not looking at my phone, uh, unless it's part of the conversation, uh, or, you know, I'll, I'll wait till they get up to go to the restroom or whatever. And I'll, you know, check my phone and then put it away when they're coming back. Um, just, just things like that. You have to be aware of things. I think a lot of us don't realize how often we look at our phones. Yeah. So yeah, yeah you totally like keeping an eye on your, your own body language is critical. Um, I'm a very jittery person. I'm constantly fidgeting. Um, and it throws people off. It makes other people nervous. They don't like it. It makes uh, when you're jittery, everyone else is anxious. And that's a thing I do constantly that I have to keep an eye on. Uh, cause I'm very anxious. So it's, you know, we, we've all like, everyone thinks that I'm like the, the 
perfect social machine. And that's the furthest thing from, from the truth. I have plenty of problems that I'm constantly keeping an eye on and trying to, to correct for. Yeah. And I think that's the thing too, is that no one, no one's really ever going to be perfect. There are still things that I yeah. do that I'm like, I, I got to stop doing this and I'm, I'm constantly working on body language and, and also even, even asking dumb questions or, like not having another question for somebody, and sometimes it, th- those interactions yeah, just end. just drops, and you feel awful or awkward. And you're like, uh, right. all right, right. Um, yeah. I'm you- super shy around strangers. Um, people like that's. I mm-hmm. think if that would be my uh, like dating game, like tell us one thing about you nobody knows. Like it's <laughs> the I'm like, and so when I'm with a group of strangers, I, people think I'm very standoffish and uh, aloof. When in reality is I'm just afraid to say anything. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not, it takes me, a lot of people think I don't like them when they first meet me, which like I make horrible first impressions because of that. <laughs> it's like, I have so many good friends now who will tell you, who have told me like, man, when I first met you, I thought you hated me. I thought you were an asshole. Uh, Cause I would give them like very curt answers mm-hmm. um, or not be totally paying attention to what they were saying. And it's just cause I'm actually really shy around new people. <laughs> right. No, I've had one of those interactions with you. So there you go. Yeah. And they'll see, <laughs> they'll see me in other places talking to other people and I'm very animated and friendly right. and outgoing. And I'll talk, they'll, they'll come talk to me and I'm like, yeah. Oh, hi. Yeah. Like, and it totally throws them off. Like, why is he being a dick to me? And it's like, I just, I don't, I'm trying, I don't want to piss you off or offend you. Cause I don't know you yet, but by me doing this, it pisses you off and offends you. Right. Yep. Yeah. That's, I'd see that's like probably my number one flaw is I, I make horrible first impressions because I'm shy. Right. Yeah. I, and that's, that's why I feel hopefully it gives a lot of other people hope they're listening to this. Cause I think a lot of our <laughs> industry is a lot like that. Oh yeah. I don't, I like, I don't think I have any situation that's unique to me whatsoever. I think everything right. I say like that I struggle with, there's, 10, 10, you know, million people in this city who struggle with that, you know, every, that's a natural human defensive mechanism yeah. talking, don't want to talk to strangers because uh, it, the potential for them to be from a rival tribe and stab us in the face is extremely high right. as far as, you know, our slow evolution goes. So yeah, like the, that, that anxiety is something we all have. And I'll tell you, it, I'll admit it never goes away. You can practice all you want. It will never go away. But when you're able to recognize that it's there and work around it and in, in, you know, push yourself past it, that's, that's where the skill is. Yeah, no, absolutely. Any other recommendations for improving your social skills? Um, yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big self-help book nerd. Okay. Um, if you looked at, if you saw my bookshelf, you'd think I'm a complete basket case. And maybe I am. I mean, I'm not, <laughs> I won't deny it, but, um, some of my like favorite, uh, the, uh, man, let's see the books that really like were life changing that got me out of the basement and into liking at least having to talk to people. Um, uh, of course, uh, how to win friends and influence people was written in like what 1931 1928 something like that yep. and the language yep. is is amazing and it is literally a textbook for salespeople, which means it's a textbook for making friends the title is absolutely <laughs> it's like this book does not throw you any curveballs uh-uh. um and it's great because it 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 gives you uh a word of advice 
and then it explains why that advice works. And then it gives you a story to, to show you that advice in practice for every single topic it covers. And it's just amazing. Uh, and it's great for technical engineering people who learn things like learn technical things. Cause it's like, here's a fact for you to know. Here's why the fact is true. Here is a context. Here's contextual information that shows you the fact in play. Like it's awesome for like scientific, uh, engineering types of people who want mm -hmm. to be less so who want to be more social. Cause often and I'm that type of person and often we're terrible at socializing. We're the guy from office space. Who's <laughs> the engineers are not good with people. We're all of them. Um, another one um this is one a uh, good friend kate vida turned me on to uh called never eat alone uh and it's uh, by keith ferrazzi and it's uh literally uh really you can just read the title of the book and you're done because that's all it's about and, it, and it, it's got a lot of other things into in it but the the big thing i think i took away or uh, at least my favorite piece of advice was anytime you're eating make sure you're never eating alone um invite someone out to lunch with you um, meals are something very huge in our culture and in many other cultures, um, like in, uh, certain areas of China, a, a common way to greet a friend is, have you eaten? Like, Hey, have you eaten? Like, that's the first thing out of your mouth. Like we say, Hey, how you doing? How you been? They say, mm -hmm. have you eaten? And then if they say yes or no, if they say no, get them food. Oh, let's go get food. Have you eaten? I could, we could always eat. It's a very humans bond over eating because that's how we've been for the 17,000 or so years that we've existed. Um, was when we ate our meals is when we shared our stories and sharing our stories is how we conveyed information that was critical to the survival of the tribe. Um, we shared stories about the evil tribe of ghost people that live over that way and which of the berries not to eat off which plants. Um, like, so eat when we, when we're eating, uh, and this is a neurological linguistic programming thing. When we eat, our brains become more receptive to uh, absorbing information from other people. Uh, that's interesting. Just, yeah, that's a whole, I'll get into that in a second. Um, <laughs> but just um, eating, like you can't, you're not doing anything else when you're eating. You're not like, you're not doing anything effectively. You're not working effectively. You can't do anything effectively while you're eating, except you can share a bit of time with someone and exchange some conversation. And it's a great way to catch up and maintain relationships. And so you got to eat it, You know, I think we all at least eat two meals a day. Um, if you're going out to do those, see who you haven't talked to in a while. Go, Hey, you want to get lunch? You want to get lunch sometime this week or just text the, you know, whoever say, I'm going to lunch. Can you go to lunch? Sometimes they can try to never eat alone. Uh, if you are eating alone, you know, if you can keep up on your social networks or something just something to do relationship maintenance while eating that was the big thing but it's a book on things like that how to actively maintain and build social relationships in a world where nobody has the time for such things anymore um so never eat alone by keith ferrazzi as uh, a really good one and that will do it for part two hopefully you learned something feedback is welcome at timothy.dblock at gmail.com or on twitter at timothy dblock show notes can be found at timothydblock.com forward slash E-I-S. If you enjoyed the show, share it with others and rate it on iTunes. Have a good one.